0: Episode 75 of In Touch With iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and the co-host today, as always, Warren Sklaro. How's it going, Warren?
1: Hey, Dave. Good evening. Thanks uh, for having me again for week number two. Looking forward to it.
0: Yep. I have to get used to not saying, you know, you're just a co-host. You know, I don't have to build you up anymore because... uh <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't mind I don't mind but you know if you want
0: last last show we had Mike Potter on and that a great show and uh we'll will be finding as everybody will find out uh, we're gonna have some guests coming on along with more and many shows with just Warren and I so uh just uh stay tuned and because I've got some surprises I didn't even tell you yet so uh we've got some surprise guests coming up in the next uh, few weeks, and of course, with Thanksgiving coming up here in the United States, you know, we're recording this a little early. Publishing this, uh,
2: uh, hearing this, of course, at the week of Thanksgiving. So, nice to be able to do some uh, good quality podcast show here. So, there's lots of stuff talking to Apple, oh, my gosh, past week. So,
0: um, we are going to talk about uh, the Apple upgrades, and I'm, I've talked about this on previous shows. Um, it's um, it's crazy how many upgrades have happened with iOS 13. Uh, and so we have a We'll have a pretty deep conversation about because some other things that were just uh announced uh probably we record this as well relates to that and then uh got to the news of the day a couple of stories and then uh, we're gonna t- we're gonna talk a little bit about music uh Apple music versus iTunes match want to have a good conversation about that and uh let's uh let's uh, see how that goes so uh but first let's uh just dive right into the into the news of the day what do you think uh, Warren?
1: uh looks like we got quite a bit to talk about so let's go ahead and uh do that
0: yeah let's do it um so the first story uh that caught my eye um apple did uh, launch a new smart ca- battery case for the 11 11 pro and 11 pro max i was pretty excited about that since i did have that same case on my 10s max uh and uh it's the same price and they get, they've got some other colors uh, Did uh, did you see that
1: um, I, I didn't see the color. I think the, the pro max only has two colors, a white and a black, maybe, but the 11 had a few others. I thought
0: there was more,
1: wasn't or maybe somebody said like an off white.
0: I got like a, a pink sand or something.
1: Maybe that
0: I would. Yeah. It's black, white, and pink sand.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I and also, the 11 I was, only
0: comes in black or white. And of course, you know, the 11 has all the colors. So you're going to hide the colors of your 11. Right. Right. Right.
1: What but the like you, like you, I also had the um, the the, the apple case for the uh, my yeah. my last phone, the 10s, uh, the this, 10. What
0: was it? I love it? that case.
1: 10s Max or whatever it was. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good case. Um, I liked it. Um, good for travel. So yeah, just got um, extra battery. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it yet because I haven't had too much of an issue with the uh, Pro Max battery.
0: That's, that was my my first but, but the next thing i was going to say too is you know and i raved about how the battery life on this 11 11 pro max and i'm sure you can too uh, is the fact that uh it uh it lasts all day <laughs> and then some i mean i'm at 71 percent of my battery right now and i was using it all day long i keep spouting that, that the battery life on this phone is just incredible so it is kind of probably kind of pointless to have that case at this point um, one unique thing it does that did get added to it was the camera app has a uh, camera app. There's a there's actually a, a, a camera button on the side of the case that'll actually uh, launch the camera app for you right from right from there. So
1: yeah, I think if you press it once, if the phone's locked or not, it will launch the app. And then after yeah. that, if you press it once quickly, it takes a picture. And if you hold it down, it takes a video. Is what it does. So there must be I'm guessing some kind of Bluetooth connection to the phone, because there's no other way. Or you know, maybe through the lightning connector talks to it. But somehow that button is not a physical button on the iPhone. So that's a that's a button going into uh the phone some other way. So it's gotta be through either Bluetooth or through the lightning connector data, I'm guessing.
0: So uh if you want it for the 11, 11 Pro and 11 Max, so i have uh, get in the show notes, uh, Mac Rumors, and uh, you'll um, be able to buy that uh, case now. It's out for sale now, so. Um, so let's move on to our next story. Uh, Apple announced a an interesting press event on uh, December 2nd. It's kind of unusual. I don't ever recall Apple having an event this late year. Um, and they, they say they're going to be talking about their f- favorite apps and games of the year your take on this
1: um yeah definitely it's a weird thing um from i heard on something else that they do the apple app awards around this time normally it's just never an event so you know now they're having an event a live event to talk about the apps and maybe do awards um you know i i don't know some people think it's Uh, Could be a way to introduce some kind of hardware at the same time, or maybe some other service or software, but um, or maybe not. Maybe it's just like a little award ceremony for um, you know people to develop apps. It could tie into the Mac Pro though, since the Mac Pro is definitely a computer that people could uh, use to develop apps, and um, you know they're you know they're all looking forward to it. So. You know, it could be the announcement of when the actual Mac Pro will go on sale. That that I could see, since I heard that it's coming out in December. Anyways, it's not going to be a shock. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm thinking it could be just like some big Hollywood events. You know, like like Reese Witherspoon
2: and and uh, um, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, Morning Show, and all the other stars of all the other shows uh, show up on Apple TV Plus. Uh, They see favorite apps and games. I don't know. I I have this feeling I can maybe one more thing might might
0: uh, might happen. It's in New York City. So. It's in
1: New York in Brooklyn, so I don't know if that's gonna yeah. attract the Reeses and the uh, Jennifers as much yeah. as uh, Hollywood would. But yeah, you never you know. You never know. You never know.
0: You never know. So, um, but or they or just want to just uh say some hear some great things about the app stores and the app developers and something just to just to just give back. Uh, Let's face
2: it those app developers have made made a lot of money and they've also made a lot of money for Apple too. They can uh can rave about how great great these
0: apps are, you know.
1: Uh, you you know that the winner is going to get uh, a free Mac Pro with with the monitor.
2: That's
0: <laughs> right. That's right. Oh my gosh. Um and then the uh, third story I uh, this was uh f- from last week but uh we hadn't talked about it is uh, Apple did launch a, launches a research app and all us users can enroll in three health studies um after that announcement at the september event the apple research app is now available and you can download it on your iphone and your apple watch of course and um it's going to have uh, three different studies um that you can that you can do and i'm just looking through here did, did, you, did you have a chance to take a look at this article and about this?
1: Uh, not this particular article, but I, I read about it last week. I, I think it just uh, was announced around the time we recorded last week. So, um, yeah, uh, it's uh, I see which
0: the studies are going to be here.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not particularly interested. I, isn't it one's like a one's more like a cycle study?
0: I oh, that's right. The women's health. It's going to be the women's health with menstrual cycles and right collecting uh, stuff like movement heart rate noise level data yeah so you, you, you got to tread lightly if 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 you you feel that you don't you feel kind of violated it's that's to it into your privacy it may not be something
1: um, i could i could do the cycle study but that would confuse the hell out of them probably. and then they also
0: have a hearing study too so they're going to be doing that as well with the tap. that's in the, yeah that, that's the two things that are highlighted in the in the article uh cycle tracking for, for so um, it's interesting. It's really interesting to see where where
2: this uh, where the health is going. Um, this continues to evolve. And that I'm uh, always uh, very interested.
1: Uh, I'm, day, a, I'm so. actually interested in the cycle uh, app, personally. Not for me, but you know, to know when to be on my best behavior.
0: In the house. <laughs> I didn't even think of that.
1: <laughs> it alerts me it vibrates oh, my and God. buzzes hope,
0: hope your wife didn't hear that one yeah uh, probably God, that's <laughs> funny uh so yeah check it out it's gonna, it's gonna definitely be something interesting so um so uh let's go on to our topics this week um the um first thing i want really to really talk about was, was apple music versus itunes match do you have both services uh, right now i
1: definitely have apple music I don't know what's going on with Match. I started out with Match when it first came available. Me too. Then, what? Then I thought you they had a thing where they had to be um, together, and you had to had a both. But then they split it up where you didn't have both. And right. so I'm not even sure if I saw Match. I know it's only was only it's a couple bucks a year or something like twenty it's bucks, twenty five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had a client. Um, you yeah, know, I do IT support. I had a client. With a, with a Sonos, an older Sonos uh, that said, you know, it either, either something changed where they either either need Apple Music or, or iTunes Match for it to work, to read the library. So we actually went through this whole thing where he canceled his iTunes, uh, the Apple Music, and then the Sonos stopped, so he had to redo it. So, um, you know, again, I, I think you don't need Match if you have Apple Music. I, Because in theory, you can get any iTunes match takes your music, uploads it to the cloud of Apple and Apple comes back to you and say, we have this library. We have this in our library. We will offer this to you on all your devices and we will give you better quality version of it if we have it. Apple music kind of does the same thing, except it will do the same thing as, as, as that as well as give you. Other music, although you are not owning that music, if you cancel like to Apple Music, they're gone, and that's why I understand it.
0: Well, a little more to that, I'll add is, uh and I've been an iTunes match um, customer since day one. It's the best thing in the world. I mean, I, I went back and read the article, from, uh, Jason Snow and Snell in the Mac World that he wrote been back in 2011. So it's been around for about nine, eight, nine years. So, um, it's um, what it did was it you 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 know I still have hard drives and hard drives filled with music you know probably have a hundred thousand I don't know if you're not like me, but uh I had all this music that I had you know legally obtained and and otherwise and, and anything else, but a lot of cd rips things like that um but sometimes you might have some lower quality, uh kilobit songs like one hundred and twenty eight kilobit sixty four kilobit hopefully you don't have it that low um and what you would do is you'd upload these songs up to, to 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 uh, to the US uh, server to the iCloud server and um uh, and um iTunes match would what it does is it would, you would go back into iTunes and then you would download a 256 kilobit version of it so a much better quality version than you had oh it's still your song that's the big key apple music is not your song so and you also can only listen to it on you know one device at a time or if you have a family plan you can multiple So you are limited with what comes to downloading the music if you wanted to and I, I think most of us who have apple music i have a single apple music plan but my wife and i share it but we share we share the library so um but uh that's the only difference is because now of course the, the music that you download from apple music is going to be secured like remember back in the old days when itunes first came out when you had those m4p protected files and everything had uh right yeah. protections on it and that was, was crazy that was fun because back in those days we're going back in the days in that Napster and uh, uh for, I'll be readily admit I was a, I was a big Met Napster fan oh yeah I was Me on too. There quite a bit uh,
1: I miss those kind of but... I do
0: too I really do <laughs> so um uh so very similar type of security on it now but because you you're just an Apple music subscriber you can listen to it but you can't give the song to somebody else like the iTunes match was, it is your music you know I don't promote sharing but you know you're, not, you're not supposed to do it but it, it happens obviously. So really that's where it breaks down to what what you really want to do. Um but I did I did put a link in the show notes to an article that just a recent article in Macworld World. Uh, Glenn Fleischman wrote it um a couple days ago here on uh, actually yesterday uh as we record this uh and um st- stressing the fact and talking about this exact topic uh uh do you really need iTunes to Match or not? Um well I you know, it's kind of questionable. Do you really, if you are or not, but, uh, the biggest thing you got to remember is you got to make sure if you decide to cancel it. You now I put it through a can as a cancellation on my, my account. I have until next month, I, I may keep it because I really like that. And I'm not seeing what if Apple is going to change anything as far as, uh, still making, making it offer uh, available. Now, remember on, um, in Mojave and, um, in, in older operating systems, you're still using iTunes. Whereas you're, you're in Catalina, Catalina has its own separate music app. It works the same way. So be able to download your songs in your iCloud library. But if you decide you don't want to keep it anymore and you cancel it, um one of the things you gotta make sure you do is you have to um you have to download all the music before it cancels. Cause you could there's that potential possibility you could lose some of your music. Belongs to you. Own the music of course. So um so it's important that you uh, uh make sure that you uh or you download that stuff. So um, again, there's also in that article, there's a link to Jason Snell's article back in 2011 about how to replace all your local copies. That was really cool. I, I, I was like having a ball doing that. Just set a, an iTunes rule, match songs to download. And you and if the bit, bit rate is less than 256 kilobits, then it'll go, go out and download. It. Um,
1: do it you keep through. your, with your Apple music, do you download your Apple music uh, locally to your devices?
0: Sometimes. Uh, The only time I would do, do it is like if I'm doing some traveling, I want to have the music on my uh, iPhone or my iPad. Um, but a lot of times I'll download a lot of them. I, I have a mix because I have a mix of my own music, which is the stuff that I own. It's in my own library. And then it, it goes in both places. So that I mean, I, I am an Apple Music subscriber. I don't find it to be a bad deal. You pay 90, You can get the, the gift card for 99 bucks for the year, and that covers you for a full year subscription. I've been doing it for the last couple of years since Apple Music came out so um so i think it's uh but uh, i will download stuff like if i want something offline so i don't have to depend on the internet if i'm um, especially mm-hmm. if i'm in playing
1: or i do the same with my, just with one th- my iphone um i'll download pretty much everything to it i have a playlist that i call all and i move everything to the all playlist and i download it just by right clicking on it and it will download everything locally to that phone. And this way, if I'm in an airplane or right. whatever, I could listen to my music. Yeah.
0: Right. So it, it'll, it'll definitely uh, make a difference as far as, uh, as far as that goes. So, uh, but check out, check that article out. We'll have it in the show notes, Um, uh, but the, I still like iTunes match and I think I've talked myself into, uh, uh, continue to renew it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's only 25 bucks for the year. And, and I do like to have that, that, that capability of being able to download my own copies of files and, and I'm not going out as much as I used to back in the old days of ripping CDs and downloading music and places you shouldn't be downloading them. <laughs> so
1: yeah. I don't uh, the one but, thing uh, with the iTunes match though, is it will only match music. It has it, it's, in in it's in its server. Library. Yeah. So some of the really but
0: quite a library. So I mean, most songs I've had, I said some bootleg you know, song from a concert or something. Um, what they do is they will upload it uh, to the server, so you can you can stream it. So if it's not downloaded on your device, you can
2: play it still, um, but it won't match if it's if it's a lower bit rate because it doesn't have that exact file. So um, anything else you have you want to add with uh, with music?
1: No, just um, you know I, I'm I'm happy with the Apple Music, and I definitely yeah. use Match as well. I, I know I used it a lot more during uh, before I had it a long time. And I know I used it a lot more before Apple Music came along and, um, and, you know, for the 25 bucks a year, I, I it's don't, worth it. I don't think I would get rid of it. You know, even if it just did a few things like a couple of the, uh, cells that I own that I, you know, that aren't in the library, like that I could get anywhere. Like you said, it's, it's worth it for me too.
0: Absolutely. So, all right, so let's uh, move on to our next topic. And this I think we're going to have some uh, interesting discussion here about this next topic. Um, as everybody knows, Apple has released an insane amount of versions of iOS 13, <laughs> going from 13.0 to 13.2.3, and 13.3 is beta testing right now, which we'll you know, talk about in just a minute. Um, so if, I'm, if, I, if I have my accounts correctly here, if there's been nine versions of, of, of upgrades from September 19th till three days ago so it's crazy yeah it's insanity I mean, and I, I, I i'm gonna put i, I created this chart and i'm gonna put it in the show notes so everybody can kind of see it firsthand visible uh, visually I, I don't know if you see if you saw it in our show my show, show yeah i see yeah, it so that it's that it's uh it will really give you <laughs> an eye-opening it's like why why is this so um but there was an article to uh actually today um i, I we're gonna link to it uh from from macworld um actually it was reported by Mark Gurman who's a big time reporter for Bloomberg reports a lot of things apple um that's uh, a that they're going they they have apples starting to realize you know what iOS development process is very flawed right now so of course iOS 13, 14 will be coming out soon with the kickoff that that they had a kickoff meeting apparently um and they're saying that they're going to be doing some more implement implementing of software flags that allows engineers to develop to turn features on and off hello <laughs> i mean if there was there was so many features that were a problem they should have known right away and they should have kept those things turned off in these versions until they were ready to say okay we're ready to release it um uh and you know i i even the quote the article here says yeah you know, the ios 13 has been rocky at best for real it's crazy um and an article that says that uh, software flags are not uh, hardly a new concept it's Quite frankly surprising that Apple hadn't already been doing it. Well, what's your thoughts on this? Because you're a beta tester, so you see it all you've seen it all before. What do you think? What do you think of this?
1: Yeah, I mean my first thought is, you know, when iOS 13 first came out and you know I was so hot to tell you know my family and friends to go ahead and install it. And then <laughs> everybody
0: else says you're crazy.
1: It was crazy. So I got that and then like you know a week later I'm like, oh there's a there's an update for it. And then a week later, oh, there's not. And finally, I just stopped doing that because I'm like, you know what, I'm not bothering these users who aren't technical to update their devices every week because they're going kind to of turn around and say, you know, yell at me about it. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> let, let's wait till they get to straight, and then and then I'll tell them, okay, now you can do this, and this should be good going forward. uh, Which I think hopefully will be on thirteen point three. But you know, as far as you know, the flags, uh, you know even from the baiting, the thing is a lot of new features, the new features of the iOS 13 are not really that buggy compared to some of the features that were there from day one, like mail, (laughs) you know, it's like, so it's like, you know, I know they could turn on and off things and that's good, but it's not going to fix everything. And they, they need to really, I think they need to polish the basics before they even put out, you know, like, you know, by beta five or six. You know, in the first step of the process, every base operating core operating system function should be perfect. There should be no issues with it. And then at that point on, then you could start playing with some of the uh, the the add-ons, which is fine. But you know, again, there, you know, during the beta processes, there's reports of obviously the mail, what I said, you know, phone, you know, phone's not working that there was one of those where the phone wouldn't make a call. I think not in 13, but I did not in 11 or 12, you know, just basic things need to work and then they could go on with that.
2: Yeah. So uh,
0: I- I'm happy to hear, I'm happy to see this. I'm, I'm just, like I said, we-, we, we, you and I have been using iPhones and iOS devices for years and years. I mean, I go all the way back to iOS four, or iOS three, um, did you have the first phone? Did you Have the first iPhone?
1: Uh, it was maybe the three. Did I start on? I, I think I started with the three. The three yeah, I did too.
0: I didn't have the first one. I just I couldn't stop expending six six hundred seven hundred bucks for the first gen iPhone. I started with the three G.
1: 3G, yeah, 3GS. I think that's why I started with. I too. pretty much had
0: every phone after that since then. So yeah,
1: me too. <laughs> I was living. I was living in England at the time, and um, oh okay. I think I I couldn't. The, it took them longer because I know it started on AT and T here, and only AT and T here. And I think in England it it took them a little bit longer to get on there. I think O two was their network. Um, but I remember right up to that point before I got the iPhone, I started playing. You know, you know, I was playing with the the Windows uh, the Windows mobile phone with the slide out keyboard yep. and, and like <laughs> things that. like that. That were sort of computer like. And it was just kind of like getting to, you know, it got to the point where it piqued my interest enough to like really want a good smartphone. And and I'm like, this is this is good. I have a, you know, keyboard. It's sort of like Windows, but damn, it's horrible to use and it's not intuitive. And and finally the iPhone came out. And it was just in time for people to be on the board with something that that, you know, you know, because before that people were like, why do you need all that on the phone? Uh, and, and then, you know, they, they came out with it and I'm like, Oh, that's why you need it on.
0: I mean, I remember got, I, I got really excited when they finally added copy and paste and they didn't have that the first three or four versions of iOS or,
1: um, or an app store. Remember or they, an app
0: store for that matter. Right. You had no apps. There was no app store.
1: I don't know if you remember, there was like a website. Yeah. Um, there was a website with apps, like pseudo apps that ran, I guess it was running right. HTML code. remember the
0: dedicated youtube app dedicated the dedicated google app
1: yeah yeah there was like you know just like websites that were kind of like pseudo apps yeah it was crazy um well yeah it was a nokia n95 that's what i had right before that was a phone i had right before my first iphone was a nokia n95 slider thing yeah
0: we could go on forever about the history of our phones and, and and mobile devices uh with uh let's uh let's move on and actually talk about so uh,
1: many phones so, so many so, phones, as man. i said
0: nine updates um and you'll see the chart in the show notes of of how crazy the dates have been and some of them were like two and three days later if you recall
1: and so. i like you know i as a tech again i get excited i mean i every beta day right. I, i'm excited you know i'm like all right, this is great. I'm gonna put this on right away, and you know it's gonna kind of fix a couple of things and make it speedier so i mean for for me, it's cool, but again, for the normal user, it's not so cool
0: I agree so um another article we've got linked to, so we've kind of mixed topics and articles here in this uh just because uh this is all all relating to this master topic we've talked about today um um, Apple did release uh, iOS 13.2.3 on uh, November 18th. So that was three days ago for my recording here. Um, and they did fix the background app improvements and then the mail fixes and more. Um, and of course, a lot of times Apple doesn't even disclose a lot of the things they do fix. So you wonder. Um, so they did fix issue with, I guess, system search and search within mail files and apps and notes not working. So you start looking at some of these bugs, like
2: God, this is this is this is just inexcusable. Uh, Things that are listed here that that should have been should not have been a bug. Do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like like what I'm saying. You just see the back again, like the background uh, app and you know issue where you know apps were killing it, it getting killed when you swapped apps. You know, this is a feature they've touted. With their operating system for for many revisions and many operating systems of uh, of the iPhone, and it's like just to, I mean, have somebody not purposely but somehow break that is just weird to me. Like how they would go back and like just totally break that 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 process. So it's strange. It's definitely strange.
0: Then yeah, as we talked about beta um i do i do beta testing too i i have unlike you when you live on the edge by using all your primary devices i have secondary devices that i have held on so um but ios 13.3 uh this is beta three just came out actually just came out yesterday as a group of this um and um it was three weeks after 13.2 and uh uh and, uh, and they've added some new things like Siri privacy controls and new emojis uh, deep fusion since then um uh, I assume you have it installed on your device what have you seen so far with that
1: Yeah, no, I put it on yesterday. Um I don't see anything. Uh, the the Siri privacy and the emojis all that came with 13.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I was reading the article. Yeah, it was 13
1: too. Yeah, it came it came out already. So I think this is just improvements. Um, They seem to be on a weekly beta cycle now. Um, iOS and iPadOS and macOS and watchOS and tvOS TVOS. all come out weekly now. Um, Yesterday was a strange day because they all came at the same time, uh, the same day. Usually they'll separate them by a day or two. Um, So I I actually put it on uh, my iPad and I put it on my iPhone. Uh, and I don't see any. To be honest with you, I don't see one change at all between thirteen point two and thirteen point three. okay yeah, it's it's. Mail, <laughs> again, is it's still weird, like even on the Mac, uh, it's weird. Like I don't know if it, this isn't even a beta thing. It's a it's a Catalina thing. But if you have Mail open and then you quit Mail. All of a sudden all the notifications that you would have got for those messages start popping in the notification center again keep going back to mail because it's just amazing how they yeah, messed it up uh, on these on these devices but um you know it's getting better um you know I'll let you know I'll let you know 13 point3 uh. 0.3? is that what it is uh 13.3 beta three beta three is uh is working any better? And I'm traveling this week, so if I really mess yep. something up then i'll i'll be uh yep. i'll be in trouble
0: talk about it on the next show Yep. excellent all right um did you have any other topics you wanted to bring up before we move into some of our tips i that was one topic I was thinking of i mean is a possibility that Apple may rename their their conference did you see that um w w d c being become uh, the apple developers conference?
2: well they, they're they're,
0: here, it's looking, renaming they the app yeah they renamed the app right the WWDC app is now called the developer app,
1: yeah, and I actually looked I'm, at it it's pretty nice um
0: isn't i, I had i think i had that i didn't, i didn't hadn't even looked since uh
1: yeah i put i mean i went to w w d c one year and i just left it on since then and um yeah i mean if they rename, you go it, to w
0: w d c but you don't go to mac stock
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince uh, the family that I have to do it this year, um but yeah, uh, I, I I didn't see the article that they were gonna rename the actual conference. I just saw the uh the app was renamed, so it wouldn't wouldn't shock me, and I don't think it would shock anybody.
2: No. So, <laughs> so I mean I think it's
0: because we're all as Apple geeks, we're all used to WWDC. We're all, we're all used to calling it that, and it's around for so long. Um, yeah. All right. And if you think about Microsoft Ignite—that's their big conference that they just had—and Jam just had their big. They always have their big conference, JNUC, Uh and uh, why not to make it easier on people to uh, calling it Apple Developers Conference instead. So they'll they'll um, figure out uh,
1: ANC, let's see, ADC. They'll they'll figure out some kind of fun way to say it. I'm not sure what they'll come up with, but uh, they'll make it they'll make it uh, nice and snappy if they do change
2: it of course so uh,
1: of course i got a jacket that says wwdc on it, and nobody's going to know what that means anymore if they oh, change but it's it. going to
2: be a, be a collector
1: item. yeah i guess so
2: so uh let's get into some tips cool how does that sound yep um first tip i threw out there and um is um
0: how do you print from an ipad do you do you, have you done any printing from your ipad before
1: um once twice maybe um yeah not a lot you print things so that you know, we don't I, do a lot of printing
0: know. i don't think okay so you don't necessarily need to print things especially if you have an ipad
2: yeah you have
0: the form right there and signing your forms and <laughs> but uh but there are people old school people out there that uh still want to have a hard copy of something and of course if it's primary device and you may not have a mac or or, or a pc for that matter um you may want to print something so um the the first way to, to print something is you could print from the iPad using AirPrint. That's the most common thing. Um, so of course uh, you need to have an Air, Air, AirPrint compatible printer or to use AirPrint. Um, good thing is I have a I have a brand new. I just bought an uh, an Epson All-in-One Workforce. Um, that's a great scanner, copier, printer. And these new printers now. I don't know how long's the last time you bought a printer, but um, they just go right on your network, right or in Wi-Fi, and but boom. It, it,
1: yeah, mine, mine's matter. not that old. We, we had to replace it, and and yeah. it, it wasn't expensive. I mean, it was like forty, fifty bucks on sale, and it works fine. And AirPrint works fine. And so, I mean, it's when AirPrint first came out, I think it was kind of a niche, and uh, printers were sent a little more expensive at the time to uh, get the AirPrint to it. Uh, but nowadays, I think I don't think you can find one. I don't think you can find a wireless one without it. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's like a standard thing now.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Yep. So some of the steps that you have to go through when you're doing it when you do print print, um, you can go while you're in an app or a web page, you'll be able to print from the share icon, you know, icon with a little arrow up, uh, and and uh, and you tap the more icon, and then it should then at the bottom rows there show you an icon that says print icon. So if you. Uh, if you go to that and uh it'll usually be discoverable right away she's going to know it'll see that you're on your network and it'll say oh epson course printers right there boom you sent it it, it just blows my mind how how far how long we've how far we've come me, me standing there with a, with a device sitting in my hands uh, tap print prints all those days of of the, of the serial ports and the hard core drivers and all the things we've had to do plugged into these printers uh just makes it
1: easier Even before AirPrint, it was like uh, the 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 caveman days. You, you had to, uh right. so, some of them had uh, like an app where you it had its own email address, uh where you had to like kind of email. It's either an email address or some kind of web address where you had to use an app on the iPhone or iPad to go to that and then send it that way. And that's how it printed out. It was it was a <laughs> mess. Nobody used it. So this is a lot better. Now
0: there's also a third. There's also a cloud printing services through Google. I don't know have you ever used that before?
1: On my Android when I had a couple of Android tablets, there's a cloud print um from Google, which uh kinda works the same way.
0: Yeah, no, I i was playing with it. And actually cool thing about the, the Google Cloud Print is and again, um proceed with caution because you always know Google is like Big Brother. They have all your information. If it's not anything it's real sensitive, I wanna think twice about using these types of services. But um uh, and, and it basically is a website web page you go to and you'd be able to send the print job kind of like to a emails, email address. It's like, it's like your printer becomes an email, uh, uh, an email address that you mail it to. Right. So as long right. as the printer is Google print, print capable, send an email to that, that email address. Audible.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> so kind of how some of those apps work before too. Yeah. It, it was sort of the same thing. Um, because, it took Google a while. I remember Android, uh, iPhones and iPads were able to print a wireless printer a lot easier before Google devices were, they had problems. I remember a lot of people struggling with it before that. Um, so I think it's gotten easier. And actually, if you go into, the, it, it retains a list of your Google printers in, in, in the device now. So it kind of, remembers it kind of as a known printer. So you don't have to go through that whole step anymore, um, to, to send it out. So it's, it's not too bad now. Um, yeah. So printing from there and the scanning, um, while we're just talking about that, everybody's scan, how do you scan, uh, you know, how, you know, what's the best way to scan nowadays? And the, iPhone has great scanning apps now that I use all I the time. I I'll use that more than going to. I have a couple scanners and I don't do that anymore for the most part. If it's like multiple pages, I'll use a. You can't see it, but I have this guy here, which is a uh, Scan Snap, yeah. which does a really good job at multiple pages. <coughs> um, but if you're doing one or two pages, uh, the the program I like is Scan scan genie i'm just checking out genius scan so i think it's free and uh there's a couple works great you take a a a... picture of it 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 makes it into a scan and then literally you could email it to yourself or airdrop it to yourself um and and if you pay them you could save it to different locations if you want but you know you generally don't have to do that it's free app
2: yeah oh it's uh
0: Let's, uh, in fact, I, I was going to talk about scanning at that end here, but let's uh let's move right up to that and uh talk about that a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. because cool. it, it kind of relates. I didn't, I didn't even think about that when I wrote the notes here. So, good thinking, Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> we um uh, but yeah, I I, I was going to talk about there actually is a built in scanning capability through the files app. Were, were you um, aware, aware of that?
1: Yeah, um. Is it the Files app? I thought awesome. Yeah, it's the Files app. So the Notes app it, does it too,
0: doesn't it? Uh, the Notes app will also scan. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but there's
0: an, also another way to do it through 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 the Files app. Okay. And uh, what you do is
2: you uh, you go into the Files app, and then you uh, uh, you'll, you'll actually go through and you actually and uh, actually create a file. Um. So if you trying to go back here, I just said created a file here.
1: Yeah, I'm looking. How do you create a file?
0: Uh, I, I I did the demo here, and um, and so so basically what I did was I created a folder. Oh, I see it. I created a folder it, called Scans. Yeah. And then it's in the Documents, and that's uh, and if you and you swipe down, um, a little bit, you'll have a three little dots, um, at the top. See, that's what that's what threw me off. Um, yeah. so when you're in the folder, you swipe down that blank that blank page. So let me go through that again. I was going too fast here. So go into the Files app. And what I would do is I would create a folder called scans. So if you go into the files app, you, in iCloud drive, you, you go in and browse You can create a file, create a folder in there. So once you create that folder, go into that folder, which is called scans and um, you swipe down and then there's three little dots at the top left. As soon as you tap that, there's a choice called scan documents. Um, and that's also, that's also where you uh, create the new folder. Once you click Scan Documents, and voila, you got a built-in scanner right there from the Files app. Scans it, and the cool thing about that is it actually share that into the Scan scans folder that you created. You go right back to your Mac because, of course, your Mac is is uh, synced to to iCloud, and then you can go grab that scanned f- file right away, and and be on your merry way of being able to edit it uh, right from there. So
2: that is um, cool. Yeah,
1: I didn't know
0: that. A lot of people don't didn't know that. Didn't know that feature. and yeah, I stumped you again. <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's good. I, I um, but I knew the news. Is is, is, is it efficient? Files.
0: That's that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there 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 are a number of scanning apps, and you mentioned one. Um, I wasn't going to put them in there, but I will add those in the show notes now. Is uh, my favorite is Scanner Pro. That's from uh, from Beetle. Beetle is my favorite. App developer of all time. They do PDF Expert. I've talked about that about a bunch of times, um, and it's so easy with Readles uh, Scanner Pro uh, to do things. I'm I'm just looking in here. on this stuff I've scanned in here. I got holy cow! I forgot all this stuff I've scanned that's <laughs> in here. <laughs> um, so you push the plus sign, and then it just does the same thing. You just take photos of each document. Now, unfortunately, with scanning, you're not going to have like a multi-sheet feeder like your printer does. So if you want, if you're going to do multi-sheet printing, uh, scanning all the time then by all means,
2: I can I would use it with my Epson, of course, uh, printer that has a uh, sheet scanning. Put it in, you know, it's going to go scan through 10, 15 pages in a minute. 30 seconds. But if you need to do
0: something real quick and scanning, that's what's great about this as well as uh, the the built-in one that's in files app if you don't want to spend the money on the app. You just keep taking photos and it'll do multiple pages and be able to take take pages that take print print to that all the time so
1: if um, you if you do a lot of scanning i do recommend the scan step thing that i got um which one's called scan step it's a scan snap from fuji
0: oh scan snap okay yeah i think let's let's put that as our picks of the week here john
1: john braun talks about his too i think he has one too but um it's it's it it works well and it's uh they're not
0: scan what is it called again
1: scan it's a scan snap, S C A N S. Okay, AP. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard that. but there's different models. The one I have is the three. The S1300i, is what mine is. But, you know, it depends on, um, you know. The, oh, this is a
0: piece of hardware. I'm sorry. What was it? This is a piece of hardware, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if this is only if you're doing multiple pages of a scan it, it, Got it. I th- I think it was an app <laughs> no no unfortunately not
0: that's i say a lot of these a lot of these these scanner printers i mean this epson one i bought i don't think cost me more than 130 dollars right and it's a great printer it's a, it's basically like a, a multi-purpose office type printer uh inkjet
2: um but uh but it has the uh the sheet feeding scanner um, there for it. and it makes copies too sometimes yep. it's copies, cool so
1: I mean, I I, uh, tried to go paperless for the most part. And what's cool about the files app, too, is what you said is, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of awesome having your scans that are important everywhere on your phone, on your iPad, on your Mac. It's like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you'll be out. And my wife will say, you know, uh, how much did I pay for something in 93? I have no idea. Wait a second. I scanned that in. You go up and you kind of look in your folders and you find it. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, these apps also do it. So like the scan, the Scanner Pro from Rital has a set folder set up on iCloud Drive. So when you scan it, it backs up there as well. But the Files app, you don't want to spend the money on an app. You can do it right from there. Yep. They, they, they did add that feature. And again, like we mentioned, uh, the Notes app does that too. You can scan things right into an app, add it as part of a note. So it's just amazing what we've been able to do with scanning, you know, um, for sure as far as that goes. So, so let's, uh, dig into a couple, I have a couple of, uh, uh, things here on iPhone, um, hiding your apps on your iPhone and wanting to find them later. Sometimes you've, uh, need to hide apps from others and from maybe people who snoop. (laughs) Um, and I think the easiest way to do that is if you, if you want to, uh, be able to hide apps is you can actually create, um, One of the ways of hiding apps is by using app folders. So, what you could do is create uh, create create an actual app folder on one of the screens. Then you could start dragging in all those apps into that folder uh, and hide it. So, and it it really what it is is just gets people to have to dig through your phone if they really wanted to see what uh, what apps are in there. Um, Have you done this before with with, uh, with folders and hiding apps?
1: No, I I knew you could do it, but um, yeah, I I don't hide apps that way. What I would love to know, and I don't know, this might be impossible, but there's like an app or two that I don't want to show up in serious suggestions when you pull it down, and you just read my mind here. I can't find a way either. Serious suggestions is on or off. There's I can't find a way to exclude one particular app from showing up in the uh, suggested search when you pull down, especially if you use it often? Well,
0: what you do is um, uh, you open up settings, then you tap Siri and search, then you scroll down the screen and select the app you want to hide. In that list, tap that specific app, and then it'll, it'll give you the option at that point to, to
2: turn off suggestions in search, suggestions in lookup, suggestions on lockstream. Just turn off those three that you're going into settings and you're going into syrian search oh.
1: that? yeah i i didn't know uh i can't believe i missed that that's awesome
0: so, so 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 we've learned i've taught you two new things today
1: look at that look at that <laughs> um uh... right,
0: and i taught everybody else some new things too so yeah so that's what you do is you go into syrian search if you scroll down there's every app that you have on here if you don't want it to be suggested go into the, each individual app and then turn it off obviously you can turn it off altogether. You don't want Siri search to be working, but it is pretty useful in some some apps, but
2: at least now this gives you the option of turning off, um, turning them off individually. Uh, cool stuff. Cool stuff. It, oh, man.
1: It says it does, but it's still, I just turned that off that setting and then I scroll back down and it's, it's still showing that one app is showing up in a series suggestion. must be there, some pesky,
2: pes- so I down, pesky app.
1: Who knows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> which app is it if if you don't mind saying
1: uh it's a, it's, it's a banking app that i don't need people snipping around in to be honest with you so ah gotcha, gotcha yeah yeah that's weird
0: and uh the other tip i was gonna any any other things you want to add for that nope uh, other tip i had here was uh, how to actually delete and uninstall apps on an iphone and i think everybody pretty much knows how to do that but it's always good to have a refresher and knowing how to do that um so to delete and uninstall an app on your iphone all you have to do is tap and hold an app icon until the quick action menu appears that's usually the quickest way nowadays because with the advent of the of face id and the touch screen sometimes you just can't just get hold that's how we used to do it on in the old days you'd hold tap and hold the icon just enough to start wiggling right um i'm finding that with this with this quick menu to come up uh, it's much easier to do it that way um so you uh, tap and hold the icon app until the quick action menu appears, and then you have the choice of the app, and it just uh, removes it immediately. Um, if you want to edit, if you want to do the same thing, you can tap and hold uh, the icon again, and it would give you the option to uh, edit the home screen. And then at that point, it would bring up and show the icons wiggling, uh, with plus uh, with the X buttons next to it, so you can go through and selectively delete each one of those apps um, in
2: there. And then once you're finished with it, you can swipe up the screen or you can actually tap done to to close that out.
0: Um, so, I like,
1: I, I like to know way a lot better, to be honest, too, because the holding down and wiggling and all that um, was a mess. Uh, it's still kind of messy when you're move, trying to it is. move things around, but at least, at least you just long press, you hit uh, edit home screen, and uh, you know that you can move stuff around, which is a lot better than waiting for the wiggles
2: yeah exactly yeah exactly so um so that's some t- some tips on that
0: um i also wanted to talk a little bit about using a bluetooth mouse with with your ipad have you done that before
1: i did it with a uh, an ipad during uh one of the betas and i tried it again here and there and um I, you know it's still to me not as good as it could be at some point i agree it's, it's still uh it's still more of an accessibility feature than like a, like a, it a is. feature.
2: And
0: and you oh. will find that out as soon as I describe how you have to do it to get it enabled.
1: Yeah. And accessibility. <laughs> also, I, I saw your notes that you put for iPhone too, and I had no idea you could do it for a phone. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. just for an iPad. So that's pretty Not cool.
0: Because uh, I know that's kind of freaky to be doing it with an iPhone, but yeah. no, it's the same operating system and they, they have it in accessibility too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I so think let's, they let's added that because I remember trying it on one of the earlier betas. Uh, when the iPad first got it, they didn't add it to the phone. It wasn't there yet, so I think that they added that later on, which is kind of, as you said, kind of weird to We're, to do that. I,
0: I, and I'm I'm quoting a, a, an article from iPhone Life uh, magazine. I call iPhone So I'm gonna put that link in the show notes so you have so you actually see the visual steps here. Um, so, but basically, what you have to do is you go in and go into the Settings app. And then like you said, it's an accessibility, it's buried. And I'm telling you, it's buried. It's not just an easy place to find how to do this. So so you tap the accessibility um, icon then you tap touch. And then you tap the assistive touch. And uh, cause some people have tough time operating touch screens, uh, especially with gestures. This is a screen where you can add devices to help you interact with the touch screen, which is of course would be nice. us. Uh, and then uh, you toggle assistive touch on and then you scroll down under the Assistive Touch menu, and then you'll see Devices, and then you tap the Devices, and then you all, then you go tap Bluetooth Bluetooth devices. You may go in there in the iPad, and you actually you'll probably see the Apple Pencil already in there. if You have the Apple Pencil, um, but then you of course uh, get get your Bluetooth device, the mouse in this case, turned on so it picks it up, and you just tap it, puts it in discovery mode, and then. Uh, as the steps will show you, it just allows you to connect right uh, uh, to the iPad, and it moves with a with a, with a cursor. So when you're moving the mouse, you see it moving. So, and I mean, because it's it's
2: it's an, it's an accessibility type feature, it, it is moving across the screen um, with a little icon. To think of that. i'm here sorry i was on mute um
1: yeah no it's it's a it's definitely it's interesting that they added it but um i i i'd like to see them play with it a little more to get it more yeah, of a, a mainstream feature than that accessibility kind of feature
2: it's definitely not it's not for the faint of
0: heart it's not somebody who really needs this if this is going to be something that you really need to uh so I wouldn't, I wouldn't sweat it as far as, uh, as far as that goes.
1: Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you, if you have your iPad up and it's on the dock and you have the, the keyboard and all that, and you know, it's just sitting there then it, it's, it's kind of neat, but again, it, yeah. it, it really does. Yeah, I, I don't know if you said it in the notes, but, uh, it turns on the assistive touch and basically that puts that little dot on the screen too. Right. And I just that, said that. Oh, you just <laughs> say it. I missed it. And did you say there's a way to turn that down? Uh you could turn the opacity turn all it. the way down so did you don't not, miss see it. Yeah. So yeah, again, uh it's it's fun to play with, but once or twice is enough for me. So there you go.
0: That's what I say. I, I don't think it's something that
2: it's really effective to have, um, as far as that goes. So um yeah, that that's how you turn it on if you want to use the mouse on an iPad or an iPhone. All right uh, before we we got wrapping it up things
0: here did you happen to have any apps that you've that you've uh, discovered as of late that you'd like to bring up
1: I don't have an app pick but I have a pick um okay. that's related to iOS devices uh and and that pick is a uh, uh I discovered reading glasses uh not too long ago and I've noticed um that yeah I I didn't think I needed them but evidently I do Oh yeah what I could tell you is get some reading glasses if you even if you're not sure try them out your ipad and your iphones are like brand new devices they're bright they're big you can read everything it's almost like getting like a iphone uh pro pro you know uh double max in there because it's it's beautiful i mean the screen is just beautiful so uh, that, i think
0: we talked about that yesterday on uh, back in the future
1: Oh, it's like a whole new world. And I, mean, I saw
0: your glasses. <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's like, like I, I had LASIK surgery when it, like it was first uh, out. Yeah. So I never, uh, I haven't worn glasses forever because I had the surgery, but they told you after you had the surgery that you'll, you'll need reading glasses if you need them. And um, so I, I wasn't sure. And then I was trying to read something. I'm like, and my sister in law was like, here, put these on. I put these on. I looked at my phone. I'm like, you know, the, the heavens opened up. I'm like, I I could stay on my phone now for like ever without like, you know, not being able to see it. And it was just, it was great. So that, that's my pick is, uh, you know, try them out, uh, for your, you know, get the, uh, they sell them with, uh, the, the, uh, blue light blocking. If you get those are a little bit more, but not that much. And your mm-hmm. screen, your screen will look beautiful. Brings a tear nice. to my eye. <laughs>
2: it's a tear in my eye yeah exactly um
0: so um one of the things i wanted to mention before we close out the show and, and i keep has, i keep uh messing with you but uh definitely think max Talk is going to be the place you you've got to come next year Now that you know me and you know uh you've talked you've known guy for a long time and you know the we both love this conference and i think it's a lot of fun um but it is coming again next year and uh they haven't uh Mike Potter was on last last uh, last show and we talked about it, but I wanted to mention it again. Um the Mac stock Conference and Expo 2020 is coming. It's July twenty fifth, twenty-sixth. Uh and uh it's in Woodstock, Illinois, uh just outside of Chicago. Uh and uh I definitely want you guys to check it out. Uh and I'm gonna have this in the show notes. so you all you need to do is sign up for the max newsletter. Newsletter uh I'll have a link in the show notes and we'll get you on to notify you when the Cyber Monday discount is coming. So uh, we uh, Mike is generous enough. That's going to offer this is a one time only discount uh, on the first uh, Monday of uh, after Thanksgiving after Black Friday, which is kind of weird this year that it's in December. Uh, uh, this latest Black Friday has ever been the last I remember. So this is going to be on the December second, which is Black Month uh, Cyber Monday, and you'll have a you'll have a, a way to be able to. Uh, save a hundred dollars off the two-day um, two-day event um it'll be the best discount you will ever see so something I want you guys to definitely need to, to, to check out um and uh, to, to uh to get to the website the website is maxstockconferenceandexpo.com. And conference and gotta check it out and i've've I've spoken at uh, all five uh max this will be the sixth year that we're having this event so uh I definitely want to check it out I know it's hard to to, to blindly buying into a conference but I can, I can tell you we've had some great great speakers over the years including myself uh and uh i think it's something you should you should check out uh, and we, we will start uh we will start announcing uh speakers uh probably next year We're still working on getting you know, speakers lined up for next year so we want to do different things um the uh uh theme for the conference there's been themes each year like last year that this, this I guess I could still say this year, it was this year in twenty um, was create. So we had to come up with a uh, presentation based on that
2: theme, create. So my my topic was on creating notes. So in twenty twenty, the theme this year is play. I have to come up with a good good uh topic that relates to, to the topic of play. I don't think I want it to be game. Do you have any ideas?
1: <laughs> i don't um play no i'll think about it for you
0: yeah oh i'm still working on it but i think i think i'll come up with something good. so uh we play with lots of things and it's not games so uh but come check it out i would really love to see you out there Got a lot a lot of a lot of great people that are part of the conference uh chuck joiner allison sheridan and a few been there many times and I guarantee you they will be there again next year um so again july 25th twenty sixth, 2020 Max.conferenceandexpo.com. All right. uh, With that, uh, uh, Warren, why don't you tell people how they can find you and get a hold
2: of you? All that stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, mostly on Facebook, which is my um, social media of choice, I guess. Um, We have a Max to the Future group that's in the notes as well. Um, Basically, a fun group where we can talk about. Apple, um, technology in general, uh, just have fun conversations about it. Um, I'm at Twitter at W's Um, and I might have an Instagram account, but I'm sure I don't use that. So, um, if you need to get yeah. hold of me, probably Facebook is the way to go.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's definitely a great, uh, great group. That's how I met Warren and, uh, uh, a lot of fun. There's like over three thousand members, which is still
1: crazy. yeah. We get more every day. It's great. Yeah,
0: and you keep keep getting more and more. So and and it's 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 a friendly place. You're one of the moderators, so you keep people in check. So if you've got any people misbehaving, they they will no longer it, be in the group.
1: <laughs> it's it's a hard group to get banned from at all. It's it's very.
0: You got to be really bad. Yeah, the
1: members are very. Friendly for the most part, you know, and we get everything from new people who, you know, come in and ask a question to, you know, people who, you know, basically talk about anything tech related and it's, it's sometimes even very anything tech related. So, um, it, it's fun. So. All
0: right. So that's, uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, suggestions to our email address, feedback at inTouchWithIOS.com. You can follow us on Twitter at inTouchWithIOS. And you can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as iHeartRadio. Or better yet, go to our website at inTouchWithIOS.com where all the links to all the the ways to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks again, Warren, for being here. Yep, Thank you. Have a good uh, holiday
1: next week. Yes, everybody have a
0: great Thanksgiving in the United States. And for those of you who are not in the United States, have a great week. (laughs) I know you guys have to work, but uh, we'll have a nice holiday next week. It's a short week, but uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. And we'll be back again soon. Uh, Thanks for listening, and talk to you again soon.